real estate connection. Come on in. Time now for The Real Estate Connection with Stephen Fayard, a realtor and certified probate and real estate specialist. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or a seasoned investor looking to downsize, move up, or refinance, this program is for you. From probate sales to landscape design to home repairs and maintenance, this is your weekly look into all things real estate. Now your host for The Real Estate Connection, Stephen Thayard. Hey everybody, welcome. Welcome to another episode of The Real Estate Connection. Thanks for joining me today. Live streaming on Facebook and YouTube. Hey, if you're watching on Facebook, hit that like button and the share button. And if you are watching on uh, YouTube, hit smash that like and the subscribe so you never have to miss another show. Hey, welcome to another episode of The Real Estate Connection and we're just gonna jump right on in. You know, I've been dealing with some uh, a very hot listing that just came on the market and I've been getting some phone calls off of that one and another one and it's been from first time home buyers. So I thought why not do an episode on buying a home 101. So that's right on today's show we're going to jump right into the basics of how do you purchase a home if you've never done it before. So I uh, just want to thank myself real quick for uh, the research for today's program. It's based on information that I've gathered over the years in uh, selling real estate and helping first-time home buyers and also being a listing agent knowing what sellers are looking for when buyers are coming in to purchase a house for the first time. And um, so with that being said, we're just going to jump right on into the content. Hey, if you know of anybody looking to buy a house, first-time home buyer, and you think that this information would be useful, send me an email at info at realestateconnectionradio.com. That's info at realestateconnectionradio.com with your name and email address, and I'll send you a link to the show. Otherwise, you can just share it off of uh, Facebook or YouTube and send it on over to them. Um, I'm in the uh, in the I'm in the tail ends or stages of developing a real estate company that will the name will be announced in June. And when the website comes out, I should have links to some of these basic um, podcasts in regards to st uh, content like this, where um, you would be able to just pull it up and listen to and get a, a good uh, overview of how to go about buying a home for the very first time. So without, with that being said, let's get this party started. <laughs> All right. I should have used the DJ air horn. How about this one? Yeah, that's better. Let's get this party started. All right. So first thing, first of all, before you get ready to buy a house for the very first time, you need to do some preparatory preparation or preparatory work um, before you start the process. And there's a couple of things. There's three things, actually. One, you need to go out and check your own credit. Uh, make sure that your credit is good. It'll just save you time and heartache before getting into the home buying process, before you get too married to the idea. There are some free credit check uh, apps out there and some uh, banks actually uh, with your banking service like Wells Fargo, I believe, gives you a FICO score. 
for free, which is basically the same score that the uh, lenders look at in regards to um, where your credit is, is at for getting a home loan. Or you can go on to sites like Credit Karma and uh, they will give you updated credit scores for free and actually uh, show you where there's issues in your credit and how to get your credit moving up if that is a concern. The other thing is uh, you wanna check out how much debt you currently have. So you're gonna wanna add that up. Um, your total car payments, uh, your total um, credit card bills, and see where you're at there. And see if you can shave down some of those uh, balances before you actually step into uh, looking at buying a house for the first time. So that's another important um, aspect to have. Also look at your job history. Um, if you have, if you've just started your career and you've only been in a job for about a year, you may be maybe uh, a little bit of time off from actually being able to buy a home. Uh, lenders like to see a couple of years of uh, consistent employment um, in a career that you're working in. Um, or if you've had multiple jobs in a row and you just have consistent payments, they're just going to want for want more information. Um, but go uh, before you go into the home buying process, think about this. It's something that a, a, a broker that I used to work for when I first got into the real estate business said to me when I was buying my first home was, Stephen, hey, listen, are you going to be earning more money uh, over time or are you going to be earning the same amount in your career right now? And that was a very good question. And um, the answer to that question was, I'm going to be earning more money. So even though buying a house may seem like a stretch in the beginning, you're going to grow into the payment over time. And it'll become more and more comfortable. And then pretty soon, it's just going to be part of your overall uh, living experience as far as paying bills. Um, you'll fold that in. Um, and then you're going to have, uh, eventually, you're going to have additional money um, excess spending money or discretionary or discretionary income to use for going on vacations, saving for retirement or investing. So even though it may seem daunting in the beginning, uh, getting into real estate, just know that if you are in a career where you're in the beginning stages of it, um, that over time, you're just going to be able to make more and more money um, as you continue to move forward in your um in the in the field that you're uh, that you're working in, so those are those are the three things that I would do as homework before you even get into uh, buying a home. The first two are super important. Look at your credit. Make sure it's up around the 700 range. The higher your credit score, the lower the interest rate you're going to get when you're buying a house. That's just a fact. The higher your credit score, the lower interest. Now, you may have a credit score that will still allow you to buy a home, but the banks are going to see you as a little bit more of a risk, and they're going to charge you for it with a higher interest rate. And then check to see what your debt ratio is. See how much debt you have based on the income that you have coming in the door. You want to have a lot more income left over than you have debt. And if your debt is over 50% of your income, then you want to shave that down even before you get into the home buying process. So that's that is homework number 1 and now we can jump into the actual home buying process. So stick with me, okay? Uh, we're I'm going to put up I'm going to do something that I haven't done before and I'm going to share my screen with you. I'm going to bring up a chart um, that I use with first-time home buyers uh, when we're sitting down and discussing uh, getting into buying a house for the first time. So here we go. Ah, it worked. All right, perfect. All right, so 
This is the chart that I share with people uh, when they're getting ready to buy a home. And I see there's uh, something highlighted there. Uh, so just ignore that. Um, this is the first time uh, me sharing my screen in a podcast. So in the chart, in case you're listening to this podcast and not working uh, and not actually watching it, uh, it says at the very top, start. So on the uh, at the start, you'll either have a home to sell or not a home to sell if you're buying a house. Now, if you're a first time home buyer, you're obviously not gonna have a home to sell in order to buy your next home. However, if you're moving up uh, as buying a house from maybe a condo into the first single family home or maybe going from your starter home into a more bigger family style home, you will have a home that you need to sell in order to move. However, for first time home buyers, that's not gonna be the case. You won't have uh, a house to sell. So the first step is to sit down um, and consult with a buying specialist, a buying agent. Now, um, there are different types of realtors or real estate agents in the market. Some specialize just in home buyers and some specialize just in home sellers. I do both and I've started off my career as working with mostly buyers. So you're going to want to sit down with somebody who has experience in walking people through the process. If you would like for that to be me, give me a phone call, 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. I'm a licensed real estate broker in the state of California, working in Northern California, and I've helped... um, at this point, oh geez, I can't even remember the many the people I've helped get into homes. And so what you're going to want to do is get into an agency agreement with a buying agent. Sign a piece of paper, commit to that person because they're committed to you. Um, in case you did not know, real estate is 100% commission based or commission driven. Whoever's working for you in regards to helping you get that home purchased does not get paid until you get the keys for your house. The deal has to be done. So there's no salaries. They're not getting paid um, like a person who has a, a working for a company or hourly wage, right? Nothing happens as far as compensation is concerned until the deal is done. So you're gonna wanna sign an agreement with the buyer's agent saying that you're committing to working with them through the entire process. All right, so then what's the next step? So the next step before you even start looking at houses in regards to where you wanna live, how big it is, how much it costs, is you're gonna wanna talk to a lender. So that's step number two. So if you're watching, that goes over the screen over to interview with lender for pre-approval for a loan. The reason I say that is if you can imagine you are living in a world where you could only buy things with credit, it wouldn't make sense to walk into Macy's or Nordstrom to buy anything unless you had that credit card in your hand. If that was the only way you could buy something was through credit, you would have to get that credit card in hand before you went shopping. The same thing holds true with real estate. When you're getting ready to buy a home, unless you have cash to purchase it 100%, you're going to need a loan. So the first thing you want to do is speak with a lender and get pre-approved. If you need a recommendation for a good lender, I have somebody that I work with. Her name is Linda Hayes with Pinnacle Bank. I'm giving you a shout out right now, Linda. Linda Hayes with Pinnacle Bank. She is absolutely 
phenomenal. She's fantastic at what she does. Not only is she very technical as far as um, getting the job done, but she's a people person. So she can communicate with just about anyone and make you feel very comfortable in the process. And that's exactly what you need is, a, is feeling comfortable because even, uh, even the most uh, basic home in Northern California is anywhere from a half a million to a qu uh, three quarters of a million dollars, right? So that's a big deal. It's a lot of money to be spending and you wanna feel comfortable in the process. So sit down with the lender and what they're gonna do is they're gonna do what I told you to do. They're gonna qualify your credit. So if you already know you have good credit going in, this is something that you won't have to worry about when they're looking at you for a pre-approval um, for a loan. You'll already know that your credit is good, so it'll be not anything that you're worried about. They're going to ask you for W-2s uh, to prove your income and a bank and an income tax return to just uh, uh, to solidify uh, what your income has been over the last few years. And then they're also going to pull your credit and look at your debt. And so based on all of that information, they're going to say, hey, you qualify for this much money to be borrowed and this is what your payments are gonna be. So you may walk in there and find out that you can borrow a lot more money than you thought you could. That doesn't mean you necessarily should. The advice that I give buyers for the first time is find out what you qualify for, find out what the payments are, and then decide for yourself what payment you feel comfortable with. And then based on the payment you feel comfortable with, that then back into how much money um, you can borrow with that payment. And then that'll tell you what uh, uh, what the value of a home is that you can buy. Now we're in a seller's market, so then I would go even lower looking for houses, maybe 10 to 15% lower than that, because you're gonna have to bid upwards in order to get the home. So again, get pre-approved, credit qualification is the first step in the home buying process. If you have questions about your specific scenario, feel free to call me, 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. We can walk you through the process for you specifically and find out where you land. Again, this is Stephen Thayard. I'm a licensed real estate broker in the state of California, California DRE number 0170019. So now you've got your credit card in your hand, basically your pre-approval letter. You know how much house you can afford and you know um, that you can write an offer based on your pre-approval. The next step is to search for a home. Okay, so this is very important. You're gonna wanna know what you absolutely must have and then what you are willing to compromise on. Um, what I found with first-time home buyers is their must-have list tends to be a little bit too long. There is no perfect home out there, um, and there's always some sort of compromise that needs to be made in order to find a house that you're going to buy and write an offer on. So your must-have list should be like bedrooms and baths, um, and then uh, whether you want a single-story or, or two-story house, and then a general area where you want to live. But you need to be flexible on area because inventory is low, so you may want to have two or three areas that you're looking in. Um, and then you also need to, even though you may absolutely want to have that single-story home, you may wind up with a two-story 
because it has maybe the bells and whistles you were looking for in a house um, at the price you were looking for in the area looking for. You just couldn't find that single. So you're going to make a compromise, right? So don't be married to 100% to your must-have lists and be ready to uh, compromise where necessary. All right, so then you go looking for a house, make appointments, run through all the COVID uh, rigmarole that we're dealing with in today's marketplace. You go look, looking at looking at houses and you find one, okay? That's the big aha moment. I think we found it. This is our house. Usually I know um, somebody's ready to buy a house is when they start moving their furniture into the home. If they're walking around saying, hey, my bed would fit in this bedroom, um, uh, my kitchen table would look nice in this uh, in this kitchen area and the, the couch and the armoire or the curio cabinet or all my stuff or my woodworking equipment would look really nice here. That's when I know that usually that's the house, all right? Then comes writing the offer. So you will write an offer with your representative, your buyer's agent, whether that's a broker or a real estate agent. And if you want that to be me, give me a call, Stephen Thayard, 408-472-0817. And hey, if you're on YouTube, hit that like and subscribe button. And if you're on Facebook, hit that thumbs up and share button, all right? Okay. If that's the case and you like it, you're going to sit down and you're going to write the offer, okay? And then you're going to submit the offer. So if the offer is successful and it's, uh, and it's uh, accepted, then you're going to move through, to, through, the, through the closing specialist to take over, which generally speaking is going to be the realtor that you're working with. Unless you're working with a very large real estate team where they have assigned duties to different people, you're generally going to be speaking, going to be working with the same person all the way through. So um, this chart can be a little bit off, uh, a little bit not as real life as uh, you see out in the real world. However, if you do work with a large real estate team and you want to work with a person that you've been working with all the way through, just request, hey, I want to work with the same person I've been working with all the way through this thing. I don't want to be handed off. Um, I wouldn't want to be handed off to somebody either. So um, then um, you're going to be... Uh, uh, you're going to be then working with multiple people at this point. Not only your real estate agent, but you're going to be working with the lender and their people. And you're also going to be working with the title company. So once the contract is signed, it's going to go to the title company. It's going to go to um, the listing agent. And it's also going to go to your lender. All right. Then you're going to go through the home approval process. This has to do with verification of the home on various different topics. You're going to look at the home from its condition, whether it has wood destroying pests or termite or water damage, roof issues, and a general home inspection. Also, the lender is going to send an appraiser out to appraise the home based on the offer amount that you offered. So you're going to do your own verification. The bank is going to do its verification and the title or escrow company is going to verify that the contract is being held to, specifically to all the terms that have been written in the contract. So you're going to have three different entities that you're working with once you move to offer acceptance. So you're going to have a title company, a lender, and um, yourself with home inspectors, 
termite inspectors, roof inspectors. Now, in this market, most of the time, all of those inspections will have already been done. You probably would have already been reviewed them before you write an offer because we're in a hot, uh, tight inventory market and sellers are putting out that information up front uh, with the expectation that buyers are going to read through it, approve it, and if any issues are going to pop, they're going to ask for those issues to be taken care of with the offer. However, in a super hot uh, seller's market, most time buyers are just asking themselves whether or not they're willing to pay for the deficiencies that they see in the reports as they buy the house without any um, contingencies in regards to repairs because when there's heavy competition in the marketplace there absolutely will be buyers out there that are going to take the take the house without asking the seller to do anything because the prize in a hot seller's market is the property okay just plain and simple the property is the prize all right so once you approve everything as far as verification of the condition of the home the roof the termite home inspection um, and also insurance, making sure you can get it insured, checking to see whether or not the house is in a flood zone or an earthquake zone. Um, you're going to want to get the insurance issues, uh, the insurance question answered as well during the verification process. Then um, the appraiser goes through and it appraises for what you want it to. Um, then you get into the final loan approval. And that's when the bank gets the appraisal, appraisal back. Um, it has the preliminary title report, which is a report on the title to make sure there's no issues with the title transferring from the seller to the buyer. Then you're going to move to what's called closing. Now, when you're buying a home, closing means you're going to sign your loan documents. You're going to bring in your money to the title company, your down payment amount. So if it's 20%, 30%, 40%, 50% in cash, at that point, you're going to bring in that remaining amount of money into the, into the title company and deliver it, sign the loan documents, and then after all of that is done, you will close escrow. The money will transfer between you, the buyer, to the seller, and, it, and then the, the deed will move from the seller, a new deed will be issued for uh, to you, the buyer, recorded at the county along with the uh, lien based on the loan, and then you will receive your keys and you get to move in. Um, and so that's basically how it works. Now, if your offer is not accepted, you circle back around to looking for a home and writing offers again. Now, oftentimes in the buying process, don't be discouraged if the first home you write an offer on, you don't get. In a hot market where um, there is a lot of competition and not, and not a lot of inventory, it does happen quite a bit where the first offer you don't get because you're thinking I'm aggressive and then you find out you're not really aggressive enough. Then the second offer you get a little bit more aggressive and then by the third offer sometimes you're like, I'm, I'm done. I am just going all in on this thing. I want this house. I don't care. We're going for it. And at that point, normally you get the house. So um, don't be discouraged if you have to write more than one offer in the home buying process. Now, if any of this 
has resonated with you and you're at all interested in moving forward or talking more about buying a home, don't hesitate to contact me, Stephen Thayard. I'm a licensed broker, uh, real estate broker in the state of California, and I work in Northern California, in case you're listening to this podcast in a different location. Um, uh, If you're in my sphere of influence, you know who I am, or if you're sharing this with a friend, they may not know who I am. Give me a call, 408-472-0817, or send an email at info at realestateconnectionradio.com. That's info at realestateconnectionradio.com with your name, phone number, and email address, and uh, a request for an appointment, and we'll set something up, and we'll sit down and talk about getting you moving forward in the next chapter of your life. That's it. Thank you very much for joining me again on another episode of The Real Estate Connection with your podcast realtor, uh, Stephen Thayard. I normally end this with a Bible verse, but I didn't write down any notes today. Um, So let's go with this. It is finished. One of the shortest Bible verses in the Bible. The work of the Lord Jesus Christ was done. The chains and bonds of sin and death were broken and salvation was available for anybody who wants it, who believes on the Lord Jesus for eternal life. It is finished. No work ever to be done again. So God bless you. God bless the United States of America. Uh, God bless you and your family. And we'll see you next week on another episode of of the Real Estate Connection podcast as I'm looking for my, oh, there it is, beautiful sunrise and the podcast logo and fade to music in five, four, three, two, one. This has been the Real Estate Connection with realtor and certified probate and real estate specialist, Stephen Thayard, licensed Cal BRE number 01700019. For more information on this program, visit realestateconnectionradio.com. To contact Stephen directly, call 408-472-0817 or email info at realestateconnectionradio.com. And be sure to tune in next week at this time for The Real Estate Connection. 